So guys, this is probably like gonna be the worst episode so far, just so you know. <laughs> oh <my laughs> just God. it's Joe's bad. really impacting. Yeah, right. This is this is we're gonna title this weird metal. Except we're gonna spell it M E D D L E. D U L L. Welcome to Atlas Bach, a weekly chronicle concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a simple fantasy baseball league. This podcast captures the thoughts and musings of Greg, Joe, Jack, and Tim, four of the ten owners in the league. Download this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your crisp podcast content. You can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. This is episode 59 entitled, Not the Crispest of Episodes. Well, good morning, Bacher Nation, or afternoon, or evening, or whenever you're listening to us. It's great to see you. Great to be around all of you. J-Lo, it's wonderful to see you. How are you doing this morning? I am just fabulous. And that's all is I that, have to say about that. Is, is that true? I mean, you're, you, when you signed into the studio, your name was <laughs> Why Bother? Oh, so I, I don't, that doesn't sound like you're fabulous i i don't know yeah well i'm i'm putting in the same effort my team is this year yowza okay well we'll see at the end of the show um <laughs> <laughs> at least i was here on time yeah. that's right and uh, uh swag who wasn't here on time why, why what's going on with you how you doing i'm, I'm doing good i'm doing good excellent and gk Good morning. Good morning, fellows. I'm happy to be awake. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the bu- the mothers listening. In Bacher Nation. That's right. The mom bots. <laughs> mothers don't let your sons grow up to be podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get right to the score. So we have Mr. Blonde's Heroes in a Mission Commission deadlocked. Yeah. This is a game that's really close, and we know one of those two people are really sweating it out this morning, and I'm sure it's not Mr. Blonde's Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty in a dogfight. This is a big game. This could be the week that my fortunes begin to change. You know, Vladito had his first multi-hit game yesterday. It's about time. And I just read Ooh. this week that both uh, Brendan Rogers. And Keston Hiora are tearing it up in AAA and are primed for call-ups. So maybe yeah. 
you know, I'll have a monster second half of the year, not make the playoffs, but it'll be a frightening preview of what's to come. And I will dash the hopes of many teams trying to make the make the postseason. Well, that, yeah, that's the irony of this one is we, we finally get to root for Greg because he's playing, you know, one of the play or at least the playoff teams. You know, we want to see the others lose. But again, Scotty's kind of locked in anyway. So in that division, <laughs> it doesn't really matter whether he wins or loses. So but uh, still rooting for you, Greg. Thanks. Yeah, I really yeah. feel the love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's by default. No, I, I totally get that, Greg. I totally get what you're saying. I, I sitting there watching the prospects, seeing Senzel come up was super exciting for me. And yeah. That's all we have right now. That's all we have for the excitement uh, factor right now. And and actually, I even changed my names. I, I saw that. Yeah, so I am now the 47 <laughs> Blossoms. <laughs> I also noticed that Pops changed his name to Mick Seven. Oh, yeah. Two of the original six teams in the Juiceless League actually changed their names in the same week. Now, does this mean Pops is listening to the podcast because we have really made, the last few episodes, we've really talked about his team name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was talking to Mikey, actually, this week and, and told him I was pissed off that I saw he changed it because Mick Seven is going to be a lot harder to make fun of than Bad Street on a weekly basis, so... Um, what yeah, the I, hell I don't does know. it refer to? Mickey Mantle. Mantle, musky. Yeah, yeah Yankees oh, fan. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Who still wouldn't help his squad even if he had him, but. <laughs> it was an old ball player back in Pop State named Joe McSeven. Hi, <laughs> 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 right, my name is Joe McSeven. That might have been the worst Irish accent ever. <laughs> 47 Blossoms uh, is, is going to win. The Philadelphia Experiment and the Dreamers. Mm. And again, wow, mm. this this is a very, very close game. This is a big day. It's a big day, big game. It is. I don't think it, it just basically changes the picture much, but you know, you talked some trash last week to Dusty. I think he talked a little trash. I actually thought Dusty was, frankly, he was like a real GM. He didn't say much. He was boring. Yeah. He had the written responses in front of him. Yeah. 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 We're going to do our best and God willing, we'll come out with a victory. We think we've constructed a nice team here is going to be very competitive on the field. That's right. But then it's all about playing the actual game. Yeah. Close game. And, and honestly, I I think each of the others that have been close, I was up by one or two. This this might be the first Sunday I was down coming into the game. So we'll see. Emotionally or score? No, no, no. Score wise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. No, okay. I'm feeling right. great. He's always yeah. down yeah. emotionally. No, yeah. <laughs> I have, I have, uh, uh, like I said, uh, I have four of my next five opponents have two wins or less. So re- you know, uh, again, I'd like to win, but regardless, I'm in pretty good shape going through the tough part of my schedule and i hopefully get to lay back a little bit for the next few weeks you know, you know speaking <laughs> of team names if there's any team in the league that should be considering a name change i would contend that it's the dreamers maybe that's a question we could ask eldon because eldon has begun negotiations for appearance on the podcast i feel like mike wallace like what mike wallace must have gone through to try to sit down with the ayatollah you know, trying to get Eldon on it. Because <laughs> Eldon's been like, well, I would like to know the questions in advance, what, what I'm going to ask. And it's like, uh, all right, all right, dude. Oh, my God. But one of the questions we could add to the list to send to the Ayatollah, I mean, Eldon, is, um, you know, I, I assume that the Dreamers was a name, like he was aspiring to be a good team. Mm-hmm. So maybe now it's time to be the realityers or something like that, you know. 
<laughs> the come to fru- fruitioners. Living the dreamers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's add that to the list to speak to uh, to Eldon about. Yeah. Well, I don't. I. I mean, I think Dusty was was uh, definitely afraid to speak up in this podcast. I think listening to us as long as you have. I mean, honestly, we're pretty shitty hosts. We beat the shit out of anybody that comes on this show. I mean, yeah, obviously us. Yeah. But well, oh my gosh. I mean, if you listen, but yeah, of course. I mean, I, I mean Joe's uh, verbal assault on HR Courtney aside, <laughs> I think we're generally pretty respectful. And now there's a restraining order, so there's no issue. We're a little, a little more respectful when they're on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. However, we're we're very comfortable not only bashing the shit out of each other, but them as well. Pretty much everybody. Oh, so we're mean. Yeah. I'm assuming that that goes through some folks' minds when they hear us, you know, beat the shit out of each other on a regular basis verbally. So, hmm. I I, it, it, I bet you it's like swimming into chum-filled waters with hmm. a bunch of sharks. Like that's, <laughs> I mean, Dusty was so. I told him, I said, "Hey, you know, I, you sounded great. You sounded like a real GM. You sounded boring." <laughs> and he he, you know, he was like, "Oh, that's uncalled for." I'm like, "Yeah, it was it was a compliment." <laughs> his his interview was very crisp. But, you know, I just realized, like, we're assholes. We are really like we want people to like the show, yet we don't we don't treat each other nice. We don't treat our guests nice. Well, I mean, you know, no wonder nobody fucking listens to us. but a bunch of bots. I I have to say in my own defense, I have exercised personally great restraint (laughs) when like Scotty's been a guest. I mean, I have exercised great restraint. Just saying I won't I won't take it any further than that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you guys beat up on guests. Yeah, and so. Tim cuts out our best stuff anyway, editing us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Catholic Church hasn't filed any complaints against us. <laughs> Tim won't allow it. Oh my gosh, that's why we've been able to do fifty-nine episodes. None of us have been arrested mm. for indecency or any kind of crazy stuff that we're putting out yeah, there. Yeah, I guess. Despite what Greg says about Courtney. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing scores, right? Is that that we're doing? I'm sorry, we it's just uh, oh, yeah, again. Right. Okay, of course. Right. Yeah, yeah. Back to score. <laughs> well, you got you got through all the ones that matter. So, oh, uh, no, that's true. I think we're gonna. That's kind of true. I think man. we got to talk about this last one. But uh, before we get there, the St. Locash Trash Panders, uh, um, just taking out the Funk and Punks. LJ season is. I mean, he's going for the first round player and first round pitching staff pick. Well, he's gonna have to beat me uh, to get it. Yeah, he's got some competition. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It looks like uh, you might be on your winning ways there. So Yeah, maybe. And then we have, well, we have the game that should have been a lot closer. Reardon Metal, Lethal Injection. Lethal Injection leads by a large margin on Sunday morning. And, it, and in fact, large enough margin that it looks like we can call this game in Mikey's favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think? So yeah. Joe uh, never quite got off the ground th- this week. I mean, it just it seemed like uh, Mikey's team got out to a big lead and just never let up. I, I think you tried to make it close, and and uh, maybe on Wednesday or Thursday you were within a few points, but then that was it. Uh, Mikey was gone. Joe, reaction? Yeah, he, he pretty much pulled away yesterday. So Joe, Joe, tell the listeners how it feels to construct a team to win now. Only to have your hopes dashed. What does that feel like? I understand uh, Tim from a year or two ago a lot better now. Mm. 
when we all looked at his team and said, boy, what a great team. And Tim's like, yeah, I don't think so. It's, it's not working. It's not going to happen. I can, I can see the writing on the wall. So is the pain uh, crisp? Would you describe it as? <laughs> no, it's, it's actually kind of freeing. Uh, you know, I can, uh, I can make fun of you guys that are actually in it and, uh, it joined me. <laughs> <laughs> Join Greg's dark army. <laughs> this is not a good time to to be dropping games if if you're paying attention. Again, you know, Scotty has gotten quite a bit better in the last couple of weeks. The Dreamers have gotten quite a bit better in the last couple of weeks. They're still making pickups on top of trades. Um, you know, we talked about a little bit about uh, Tim and and Greg's kids coming up, and they are. Um, but Mikey's got a, a handful of these kids that have just showed up in the league as well and, um, you know, are, are, you know, possible starters. So, um, yeah. Is Lethal Injection your favorite team? It is. Again, I, I, I guess what I'm pointing out in a way where I'm still showing Mikey love is that Joe standing pat may be in trouble right now. Oh, I think it's over. He's within one point of Mikey for the year to date on points scored. Mm-hmm. unfavorable randomness if everyone else continues to get better and he's a point down that's all. right oh, not only do you believe in luck but you're perhaps the biggest believer because you're saying having you know a great team isn't enough because he's been victimized by unfavorable randomness so he needs to do something to combat no. that bad luck i am giving him the favorable unfavorable randomness up to this point from this point forward i am pointing out that now that he's down a, a game or two um that it looks like again if if his team levels off like they should but everyone else improves a notch and they're mm-hmm. already ahead of him then it's just going to be a tougher fight that's all trade for harper is he like the arbiter of luck yeah does he just dispense like who who has good luck who has bad luck no i think we've established him that that's you oh <laughs> oh see see what happens you try to dump it on someone else you son of a bitch <laughs> The Dreamers and Philadelphia Experiment game is is big for Joe as well because Dreamers and Red Metal, Joe's team and Dusty's team are in the same bracket. So if the Dreamers don't win, then it, th- that two game difference stays. Right. But if the Dreamers win and Joe loses, that's mm. yeah, that, that's, that's a tough one. Painful. Yep. Yeah. Th- it's not that bad, guys. Do you have time now to follow the Tyreek Hill trial more closely? The pre-trial motion? <laughs> <laughs> Joe's at the local library look, on microfiche yeah. looking up the uh, the articles about the Tyreek Hill situation. Well, I, I got to tell you, gentlemen, that was a crisp, crisp rundown of the scores and the standings. And we'll come back and, and we'll talk you. We'll, we'll let Bacher Nation understand why we're so obsessed with iceberg lettuce and the word crisp. Um, in just a moment. Go ahead and refill your cups of coffee or goblets of whatever you're drinking. and Low main. Lo- yeah, your bowls of low main. And we, we'll see you on the other side. Up the whole damn body wide. 
Bocker Nation, you know, we Bocker Nation here, we we don't have a lot of fans. Um, <laughs> we do have our fair share. Well, we do have a share of super fans, a, a very small share. In that share, I would include Scotty, the midball wizard. Would you all agree that he's what I would consider a super fan? Yes. Yeah, I did up until last year's awards show. Exactly. Yeah, I used to. Th- I was just going to say, I used to think that. <laughs> Well, he took a mid-ball approach to the podcast. Until he ghosted us, right? Remember, he just... Yes. <laughs> well, well, to be fair, how hard is it to be a super fan of a show that nobody listens to? <laughs> wow. Oh. Boy, Joe's really gone dark, man. Yes. <laughs> now, yeah, it's spreading. <laughs> yeah, the disease is spreading, folks. Yeah, yeah. So he's, uh, he is just wearing, like, all black. I notice even the sun looks a little... Oh. It used to look <laughs> radiant and nice, and now it looks kind of... <laughs> Dull and, and uh, <laughs> dreary, almost like a fall. Is that a Black Sabbath album on display behind you? <laughs> I, I do, right over his left shoulder. Gosh. So I get a text from Scotty. I, I get what you're saying, Joe. If you listen to like twice, then you're already at super fan status. I, I understand what you're saying. Okay. Right. Correct. So he sent me a note on Friday. It said, just listen to the end of the podcast. Greg Cruck and Jabba the Hutt. L-O-L, exclamation point. <laughs> and I said, the cast is getting better, smiley face, because I do. I do believe that. I think we're getting better. This was his response. Yes, the last couple of shows have been really crisp. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, what What do you mean crisp? Like iceberg lettuce? <laughs> what kind of compliment is that? Crisp? What does crisp mean? It's, it's we're talking about produce here. We're talking about, you know, low calorie. We're talking about very short self shelf life, like crisp. Not a lot of nutrients. Oh, well, there's that breakfast cereal crisp, too. That was good. That's a cookie crisp. He didn't say it's cookie crisp. <laughs> cookie crisp. Rice Krispies. Cookie crisp. Yeah, that's good as shit. Um, I, I, said, I would have been happier said, if, it was, if he had said it's very cookie crispy. <laughs> I'd have been like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's Captain Crunch. I, I I do see it as a compliment, and and only because I, I think um, your ego needs it. Well, no, that he finds us entertaining and humorous already. He didn't, but he didn't say that. He didn't say entertaining and humorous. I know, but he but he didn't stop listening. Well, how do you know? <laughs> it's so crisp. He doesn't. You think the crispness keeps him coming back? <laughs> Isn't that a potato chip in England? A crisp? Yeah, yeah I have is. a definition of crisp actually. What, okay, well, let's hear the definition. Go ahead. What is there, there's, there's several, actually. So as an adjective of substance, firm, dry, and brittle, especially in a way considered pleasing <laughs> yeah. or attractive. Crisp, ba- crisp bacon. Oh, pleasing or attractive. Number two, a way of yeah. speaking or writing. I think this is probably the most uh, apropos for us. Uh, briskly decisive and matter of fact, without hesitation or unnecessary detail. That doesn't, you know, that, that's, <laughs> yeah, that kills us. That's not us. That's a, that's a push. That's a push. Yeah. Noun. Okay. There are two nouns, uh, crisp. A dessert of fruit baked with a crunchy topping of brown sugar, butter, and flour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, 
Yeah. A wafer-thin slice of potato, fried or baked until crisp and eaten as a snack, a potato chip. And then there's the <laughs> verb. I didn't know there was a verb. Oh, I guess it has to do with cooking. Oh. To give something, especially food, a crisp surface by placing it in an oven or grill. Crisp the pita rounds in the oven. Well, that's what they call yeah. the thing at the bottom of your refrigerator that uh, you have to clean out every once in a while. A crisper, crisper, right? Yeah. 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 Crisper. You can also do gene editing with CRISPR too, by the way, but I don't think that's where you're going. We're not, there's no science here. Did it, did it pass anyone else that Joe referred to as CRISPR as simply something he had to clean out once in a while? Listen, I'm not allowed to do anything in the kitchen. But you know, now that the the identity of our critic has been revealed, I think I'm going to get him off the hook with you, Tim. Like in general? Or? Yeah. No. 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 Specific to this comment. Oh. 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 You know, he's still he's still a dude for ghosting us. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Uh, and, and that's Scotty. I am still restraining myself. Anyway, but I, I think the explanation is what is Scotty's hobby, Tim? You know him well. Spreadsheets? No, no, no. His hobby. What is he into? Oh, mountain climbing. No. Drinking beers from Oregon. Drinking beers. That's, that sounds like a beer term. Oh, it's crisp, you know, and a complimentary beer term at that. Obviously, the guy's got limited vocabulary. He's an accountant or whatever he is. <laughs> he just applied what he knows to be a complimentary term in his one boring avocation to to the podcast. Remember what I said earlier about how you guys don't pick on people? I, I take it all back. Yeah, Tim's right. I'm going at Scotty now because I've been restraining myself, and I'm still. <laughs> he is in restraints. I can see it. Joe, it's not the end of the podcast yet. <laughs> so also, it's relative to the conversation, right? Because, again, as you said, he started out by saying that that part of the podcast was funny, that he found a, a portion humorous, so that was already there. Uh, yeah. And then your response was what? We're getting better, something Sorry. like that. Yeah. Hold, hold on, detective. Well, well, fucking. I'm just, yeah, the... the I believe the word feel like you're I feel like you're taking the crispness out of this segment, but I will answer that. So the the cast is getting better and then a little smiley face. Like emoji. So because yeah. someone told me if you so, put emojis on text, you get more sex. So. More sex? Yeah. So, so that was your goal in talking to Scotty? Not with not with Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> that was did a it, strange did it work? comment. Wow. <laughs> I think they see where the next restraining order is coming from. Oh, my God. That was weird. Anyway, you asked about the text. I told you about the text, right? So I said the cast is getting better. Smiley face. I mean, I guess you could say, yeah, you guys are fucking hilarious. But Crisp still, again, while not the most exciting response, is, is it still seems appropriate to that you know, to your response. So again, I, I don't, yeah, it's definitely not a negative. It's just, you know, <laughs> I just, come on, Scott, right. you can be a little more. That's what I thought, right? A little more effort there, Tiger. He was going to say that it seemed we were full bodied, but then, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know that, that might've been a little too, too on the nose for a couple of us. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, you guys are really full bodied. Um, you finish well, uh, you yeah. know, you leave me wanting more, uh, so thank you, Scotty. We'll do our best to move up from iceberg lettuce to maybe cucumber next time or carrot, maybe even add a little color. What do you, think? you suppose he just thinks we're a bunch of saltine crackers or something? <laughs> Those are definitely salty. Too. Yes, yes, they are. <laughs>
for sure. He was drinking an apple cider at the time. He was like texting with Tim, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll tell us ah. that's the story. Ah, I was just thinking okay. how crisp this apple cider was, and that was pleasing to me, so I thought I would just send that. But he could have said crisp and refreshing. Yeah, yeah. Right? He could have said crisp and funny. Yeah. Right? Like he said crisp. I just I just find that to be so that's like when hey, how you doing? I'm doing fine. What does that mean? I like I said with this particular podcast, I, I just I, I think crisp is is something that um <laughs> I think it's one of the more least expected responses, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> okay. So. All right. Well, fair enough. I've what probably. What, what, what did you, you expect? Hey, boy, you guys sound swarthy today. I mean, it's, <laughs> there are way worse things he could say. Yeah, Tim was hoping he'd say, You guys are crushing it, <laughs> <laughs> smashing it. I think we've probably grown our listenership by like 400% because we added Dusty. This year, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. We have Greg's friend in Eldon. Pittsburgh, Eldon. And I've almost got some of my family members considering listening. So Greg actually has results. Swag. Yeah. I know. Well, Greg's That's better right. at marketing than I'm me. I'm not even trying. <laughs> That's a shocker. <laughs> That's the spirit we love here at Atlas Bacht, right there. That's it, right there. Just like my team. Joe hides it from his wife. <laughs> you know what? If someone's going to become a fan, they're going to have to work their fucking ass off for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's right. Because we're not right. going to do shit to make it easy. That's right. You want to enjoy this? You fucking earn it. <laughs> Let's take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, I want to talk about uh, Pujols being a little whiny bitch. a cruckism for the final segment of our show. This Twitter thing, at least five people a day say, bring back the mullet. My wife told me I'm not allowed. Troy Tulowitzki wants me to grow a rat tail for his charity. I was like, what the heck is a rat tail? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you, if anybody was watching, um, but uh, Albert Pujols is who, how old is Albert Pujols really? 62. 62, right? You know, I mean, I saw him in a... I would actually look better in a baseball uniform than that guy. Look, Ooh. great ball player. Wow. I, I thought Lasorda had come back and, and, and was coaching for the Angels. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. I, like, great ball player. Like, and, and actually, I think a, uh, uh, up until I read this story, a great human being. And probably still continues to be a great human being. However, mm. he has the thinnest skin that I've ever seen. Because um, he hit his, he hit a home run. It was his two hundred two thousandth RBI. Yeah. I mean, this is the only this third is guy like, ever, right? Yeah, yeah, like a great of baseball. 
And uh, Hurley from Lost actually caught the ball. I don't know if you saw the the fan who caught the ball, but but the guy looks exactly like Hurley from Lost. Again, I know we ha- our listenership is so tiny. Um, you know, Lost was a TV show uh, several years ago. <laughs> that's the most mainstream thing that's ever appeared on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to get a letter from J.J. Abrams. Yeah. That says everything, you know. So the fan grabbed the ball, right, and thought, oh, wow, you know, I'm I, here it is. I, I got I'm, it. Ticket, boom, I got the ball, right? He didn't want to give it back. The team officials kept trying to get it from him, and he, he just didn't want to give it back. He said, I just want to sleep on it. I just just let yeah. me sleep on it. Uh, other so fans were making him offers in the stands. Yeah. Like other fans would come up and, and offer him certain things to trade. Yeah. So this is, this is what he said. He said, this is a direct quote from uh, um, Hurley. I think his name's actually Hides, but <laughs> haha, it's really Hurley. We know that. Yeah. I slept on it, Hides told the Detroit News. All I ever wanted was to sleep on it. I slept on it, woke up, and I think Pujols is a class act. Now, the fan himself, that's a pretty classy thing to say, right? So he goes on to say, mm-hmm. he's not my player. He's not my guy. I don't deserve the ball. Holy shit, what a fucking great baseball fan this guy mm-hmm. is. He said, I reconsidered 100%. I'm either going to give it to Pujols or give it to the Hall of Fame. Right. And I'm like, all right, this guy's my people. Right. There you go. Uh, and he said to him before. And then the he says, I don't want any money. Oh, my God. I was like, fool. He's right? a fool. He's better yeah. than me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then Pujol says, I don't want it. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, come on, man. Like, like, why? What do we? Why, why do you have to do that? Yeah. You had your chance. If if he doesn't want the ball, this is Pujols. If he doesn't want the ball, he can give the ball to Cooperstown. Hopefully then everyone will be happy. He probably didn't sound that way when he mm-hmm. said it. Yeah. But the the whole idea and then he says, "But I don't want it. He deserves it. It's his decision." So now I'm like, am I am I you know, am I trying to like solve a fight between Jack's twins or like what's going on here? Like these are <laughs> this is uh, you know, icon of the game, you know, acting like a big baby for a fan who actually I thought handled this logically and appropriately. I'd like to hear not just the transcript of his quote, but to hear him say it because maybe he was like Listen, I don't. I don't want the ball. You know, it's it's he. It's his ball. I mean, if he wants to give it to Cooperstown, that's great. But I don't want the ball. It was the team trying to get the ball for me. It really doesn't mean that like that to me. Is there a chance that he was saying it like that? I, I thought he actually went after it that day, and that so he was kind of being pissy. That well, if he didn't want to give it to me, yeah, he had his chance to give it to me. Now he can just go fuck himself. Like, hey, when did it become a thing that these players felt like they deserved to have? Yeah. I mean, it, 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 when I was a kid, you, you caught the ball. That was a big deal. For sure. Yeah, in fact, I, I can remember the closest I ever got to one. My dad wouldn't get out of the way, and I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I was pissed. Well, yeah. would, would I you sure say, as hell wouldn't have given it back to somebody. But back then, you weren't throwing it up on eBay either 15 minutes well, later, true. right? Maybe that has something to do with it. I, I, I... Why would that have anything to but, do but with it? But you might be – listen, even as a kid in the 70s when I got autographed balls – I, I appreciate them as a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Stargell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right here. Right here. Right next to Dave Parker, please. <laughs> oh, we're in the eighth grade locker room again. That was crisp. Uh, even as a fan, when I would get autographed memorabilia, <laughs> I, I appreciated the fact that I had it as a collectible. 
But I also knew that it, there was value to it. And I ended up selling my baseball cards and, and my memorabilia later. And I was happy that I had it. It was something of value that I could sell in life to get something that I wanted. Drugs. It, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> the other, these baseball players are whiny bitches, too. I mean, what's an average game check for Pujols at this point in his career? You know, it's- Fifty thousand, eighty thousand, a hundred thousand, a game check, and these guys are would be willing to sacrifice that to retaliate against a foe on the diamond to charge a pitcher if they felt like they were insulted. They're they're willing to give up eighty thousand dollars for their egos and their pride, but this fucking guy who's in the cheap seats, obviously. Because he's in the outfield bleachers, right? Who, right. Who was lucky enough to catch a piece of history? You know, these guys want to give an autographed glove and a bat and call it a day, and they're fucking multi tens of millionaires. You know, make it meaningful. Say, listen, dude, I'm going to give you season. I'm going to pay for you to have season tickets to your team next year, and I'm going to give you ten grand to go on vacation. And yeah. that would be an innings worth of fucking work for these douchebags. <laughs> but no, they're going to get all high and mighty and be like, oh, you know, uh, well, I, I deserve it. Send out the, the PR interns to go get that ball. <laughs> exactly. I totally I'm with you and I'm 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 right behind you and I would vote for that. And and one of the reasons I would vote for that is do you remember the softball fight that we broke oh, down yeah. when MLB yeah. wasn't fighting? Can you imagine in the stands? The first time a major league baseball player gives a deal like that, what it would be like in the stands when the next time a ball was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> that would be, you know, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take mom on vacation. Boom, boom. Content. Now they did say that one one of the issues is that since Hay slash Hurley took it home, that MLB wasn't able to authenticate the ball. So what yeah. they're saying is that potentially it could be, oh, you know, that he was trying to do a, a bait and switch. Again, I think that's kind of crappy. I think to it is too. I mean, there there must be some way to know if a ball is has been in a major league game versus one you'd buy at Dick's Sporting Goods. There must be a fucking way. So if they're proposing that this guy in less than twenty four hours went home and, and somehow acquired another ball used in a major league game. Uh, that's preposterous. He could already have one. How? I mean, well, because the well, balls are so juiced now, right? You just take a wiffle ball bat and tap it, and if it goes yeah. 50 <laughs> feet, then you know, oh, that, that's that got to be a major league baseball, right? Yeah. <laughs> we all have access to MLB game-used game, you know, balls. I mean, in less than 24 hours. I mean, what, well, that sucks. So major league baseball is now removing authentication from any monumental piece of memorabilia retrieved from a game. Well, they took it out of the stadium, so how do we know that it's real? You know, that that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. them actually sending a message to future lucky fans to say, hey, listen, uh, look what happened to that fucking guy. He left the stadium because he wanted, God forbid, he wanted to think about it for 12 hours. Uh, and so now we told him that we don't even really believe that that's the real ball. So go fuck yourself, Hurley. Um, he didn't catch it, first of all. It, he, it hit the stands and bounced around in the seats, and he leaned over from the row before and quicker than three other guys from the row after. And 
And he pulled it. He, so he did. He got the ball, but he didn't catch it. So number one, my question is, should that matter? And then number two, um, he's not a fan. He, he's you know a fan of the other team. So does that come into play at all in your personal opinion? Like for me personally, if he was a an Angels fan and had you know leapt out and, and grabbed the ball, you know coming down and, and caught it, then that guy, in my opinion, has more of a right to it. Uh, to the benefits of it than some jerk off that's a you know a Tigers fan happened to be sitting a couple of rows behind where the ball landed. Oh, so you have to catch it on the fly? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, for me personally, those two things come into play. Oh, no, that, I, I, that first one is just ridiculous. You have to catch it? it on the fly. I mean, what? I mean, he had to make a I'm, leaping grab for it. I mean, well, I'm just saying, he, he he you know all he did was lean for the ball fell it. and laid yeah, on the he ground. Got and it. Nobody else caught yeah. it. I mean, so he got it. Yeah, that's preposterous. But uh, (laughs) and the second one is like, listen, dude, if I caught uh, Mike Schmidt's 500th home run Uh at Three Rivers Stadium back in the day. Yeah. It wouldn't mean shit. No, to no, you. it would. I because I like baseball. I mean, as baseball, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, and it but, would mean you would keep it. I, of course, I would, and I would recognize the the baseball history, and I would either keep it myself or I would do what Americans do in capitalism, and I would sell it to you, Jack. You know, or right. I'd sell it to some Phillies fan. What I wouldn't do, what I wouldn't want, is Mike Schmidt's autograph glove. You know what I mean? That would yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, would no, mean okay. nothing to me. You're right. Fair you enough. Know? So, yeah. so it's like you know, okay, I can walk out of here with something worth money on the open market, or I can walk out of here with an autographed glove of a player who I'm not a fan of. This guy deserves to sell the ball. And here's what you do, fans: if you're in, in Hurley's unfortunate position, where like Tim, they're going to try to discredit you if you you know think for yourself and leave the stadium and wait to make a decision the next day. Take a ton of photos of it once as soon as you get it. And if one of those turds from the marketing department comes up to you and says, "Well, we'd like to have Mr. Schmidt's baseball," you know, say, "Well, you know what." Uh, I'm going to think about it, but would you like to examine it, take some photos of it, perhaps make, you know, sign your, you know, initials to it somehow uh, so that we can be assured that um, in 12 hours, once I make my decision, we're all, we all know and agree we're talking about the same ball. Let's take a bunch of photos of it live, you know, and unless you accuse me of being an art forger, who can not only lay hands on a major league used baseball, but also, um, you know, uh, put on the same dimples and fucking bruises. We'll all know that it's the same ball. You yeah. So, but, but I, as, I clearly drink a lot more than you uh, do at the baseball games. Because it would, <laughs> right. I, maybe I would have thought it, but it would have never come out yeah, that yeah. way. As <laughs> is, though, he, he, so he may kind of benefit from this, right? So he's coming out. Now, he, he, of course, wanted to bring the ball home, which makes him a dick, whatever. But still, he's coming out saying, okay, I thought about it. I'm going to give the ball up. I'm going to send it to the, the hall or give it to Al, whatever. I'm not asking for money for it. And then and then Albert says, you know what? Fuck you. I don't want it. And MLB says, you know what? We don't know if it's real. Fuck you. So then he's like, okay, well, eBay it is. And and somebody out there is going to believe it's real enough Absolutely, to buy it, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a Pujols fan out there that'll take a shot. Um, they know the guy. They know he caught a ball. Hey, you know. He is trying to to quote unquote do the right thing, and it sounds like between uh, pool holes and and MLB, they're going to force him into financially benefiting from it. After all, he, he should offer it to Cooperstown, and then once they authenticate it, be like, mm, yeah, you know what? I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's definitely the ball. Oh, you, you know what? 
I guess I will keep it. Thanks. <laughs> there are some things that Abapus has done in the community. I, I know this, we did this for fun, but he's he's a fucking awesome no, guy. No, he's not. <laughs> he's a son of a bitch. <laughs> Don't try to make up for it now, Tim. We all know what an asshole uh, he is. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think uh, in, in the last few minutes that we have, one of the things that, uh, as I was kind of preparing the episode last week, in a crisp manner, I might add, um, <laughs> Greg brought up a very interesting thing about how we can help fix baseball. And I don't know if Manfred was listening. Uh, we certainly know, you know, um, Steve Phillips, that the guys, Steve Phillips, right. That we, Steve Phillips was certainly listening. Um, but Greg talked about prop bets in major league baseball and that it's made for that. Right. And I just started to think like, okay, well, what if our super niche, completely rare, totally unknown league was actually the premier dynasty fantasy league of the world mm. and people could make prop bets on our teams what would those prop bets be oh well, they'd be things like you know who not just who wins for the week but who beats who on tuesday if you add up the scores of you know tuesday who who beats who or you know who's the top scoring first baseman second baseman middle infielder you know all that bullshit I was thinking more along the lines of how many times Joe will degrade his team during a given week. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Only when they deserve it. (laughs) Right? Will Pop's score go up after Tuesday? Mm. (laughs) Right? That would be like that would be a prop bet, don't you think? Well, how many times Chris will change his name during a season? Mm. Yes. And that's what blew my mind was that one of the prop bets would be Will Pops ever change his name? <laughs> and in reality, it happened this well, week. I would have taken that Somebody cashed in big time. Right? I would take, well, this yeah, is, exactly. This is at least the second time that he's changed it in my experience of the league. I thought he was always bad street. No, he was street people street. before. He's that. used both bad street oh, and yeah, oh, some confusion last week, Tim, but street people has been used as well. Yeah, I don't no, know. Tim's been on the bad street kick since last week's podcast. Well, I th- he's I been think the that's street the, people for like five years. No, the abbreviation was always uh, STP. Opposite. Last, <laughs> last week, last week, it, 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 Tim was referring to street people, and you guys corrected oh, him and said oh, it's right, been right. Bad street. street. But, but it's not. That's not true. He has been both yeah, yeah. at various times. He's gone from street people to bad street. This is his first big jump to uh, something not pavement related. Will, will Joe? <laughs> will Joe change the name of his team? Oh, I've already done that before. He's done that oh, once. Okay. What was it before, He's done it Joe? once. Tabula Raise. Oh, that was before I got here, I think. Yes. Uh, what yeah. about yeah. Joe or uh, Reardon Meta Doll? You know? <laughs> what? <laughs> M-E-T-A-D-U-L-L. Meta Doll. Reardon oh Meta Doll. How many times Chris will complain about someone underperforming? Mm. Um, How many franchises Bryce Harper will ruin? Ooh! Oh yeah! There you go. How many? How many rejected trades will Tim receive in any given week? <laughs> <laughs> Is there an Eldon? You know that. that would be- <laughs> <laughs> Or is that uh, is it like you know Fight Club and that's Dusty's alter ego? You know, I uh, that would be fascinating. Have, have any of you ever actually met Eldon? Yes. Oh, okay, so he does He's exist. Real. Yeah. There is an Eldon that exists on this planet. Now, whether that's the Eldon that's actually in our league, we have no idea. 
We did interview Eldon once before, but it was via yeah. text, if you yeah. remember. And that's when he talked about not knowing who Paul McCartney yeah, was. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. So, Greg, you episode. have personally met Eldon. Yes. Many times. Okay. Oh, my right. gosh. Because yeah. it was just, just Tim telling me. Yeah, he many, many times. Him. Many times. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. What, let's, what, what would be a good pseudo scout proposition bet? You know, would pseudo scout rather meet a major league batting coach or a playboy playmate? You know? <laughs> you know i i um <laughs> bringing up pseudo scout i just wanted to, to throw this out there it's a little unrelated but me and greg um just made a trade yesterday and um and in the midst of the trade um i was commenting on some of the the guys that greg has collected with you know with the, the um major league baseball draft coming up and so on and so forth so i made a uh, uh, a nice comment uh to greg as i was waiting for him to accept the trade not having anything to do with another um but then he, right. he you're in the butter up phase i've been there correct. before yeah, yeah yeah so then he verbally emojis accepted. greg were there emojis I there think were so. no emojis he verbally accepted but hadn't yes yet pressed the button you know to to make it go through and i i said you know great job you know with your your uh minors you know you, you're all over it you know locking in the uh the kids coming oh up God. and and um and then i smell a rat at that point. I already my, yes i mean Okay. I, and, and then in my head, right, he had said yes, but he didn't press the button yet. So in my head, I automatically thought, you know, I should follow that with, oh, I'm sorry, that text was for Justin. But, <laughs> but he hadn't pressed the button yet, so I held myself back. <laughs> wow. Speaking of the pseudo scout, we should have him on next week because as a lifelong St. Louis fan, I'd love to hear his thoughts on Pujols, that animal. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That um, monster. And, and that's good because Scotty said he would be on there, but we, we all know, know that Scotty would yeah. crisply ghost us of course. Uh, the first chance he gets. So There's an Excel spreadsheet seminar next week, and they're serving uh, <laughs> craft beer, so he won't be there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, all right. Well, um, Awesome. Well, this was uh, this was, was uh, yeah. crisp. Yeah, not crisp. Yeah, yeah. not the. Not, I would. Uh, this was really not the crispest we've been, but we can work on it. We've been crispier. Yeah, yeah. we've been crispier. Yeah. We were pretty smashing, though. You know, we can always add in you know favorite segments from the past too if we need to I, juice up. I don't know. Podcast. I mean, obviously, we're getting crisper. Yeah. So if we add in maybe uh, something that's a little out of date, less crisp, right? and after the credits, and after the credits edition, maybe <laughs> the wilted yeah. segment yeah. of the week. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we could position it like this, guys. If you thought this episode was boring. Join us and listen to a previous year's segment, and then you'll you'll appreciate this this episode all the more. Yes, yes. I should actually put this on like insomniac sites, like you know what I yeah. mean, like just help people fall asleep and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. See? Or or like revenge sites where you want to kill an enemy, and you say, you know what, you know, put this in their heavy rotation of their their podcast listeners <laughs> yeah psyops yeah exactly like just evil psyops. yeah yeah or you know people who went oh out of gosh. relationships and they're trying to prompt a divorce but not look like the bad guy be like you know what whenever you're with your wife from now on when you guys are in the car driving anywhere play atlas balked 
And, and believe me, she'll <laughs> want to leave you within six weeks. We could monetize that, yeah. right? We just we we go. just help people break up. Yeah. You don't you don't even have to like they and the 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 girlfriend actually ends up ghosting. Or yeah, the, yeah. Or the wife ends up ghosting, right? <laughs> the partner ends up ghosting in this case. Yeah. Like you don't even have to ghost. You just put that right. in. It's the easiest thing in the world. Then they leave. That's right. Oh, that's brilliant. Market it. Drive yourself single. There you go. Know your role. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, it's wonderful. It was great seeing you this morning. I hope you all have a fantastic day. Great game today. Jack, Good uh, luck today, Jack. Yes, but yeah, good Thanks. luck. Joe could be could be the yeah, biggest I, I single I think there's going to be a big comeback. Big. Could be. Could be. Not, it can't be. Did I say that out loud? Mm. No. I feel for you, man. I know what it feels like, but you don't have to have the same outcome I did. It's just Well, it's that's just true. I'm not going to blow up my team just cuz they suck right now. <laughs> they don't suck. You just got bad luck. What yeah. This is true. You are. Good. You are. The result is suckingness. It's you are. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you are. You are. No, you are. Yeah. Um, what is it? Oh, unfavorable randomness. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's bad luck. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll, expl- I'll explain it for all the simple people. <laughs> Pre- pretty it up all you want. Jack, it's almost 1130. You better get ready to go. I am. I am ready to go. Don't Dude, forget your pants. Set. Oh, shit. Thanks, Joe. All right, boys. Have a great time. Must be different camera angles we don't see. Um, <laughs> are you selling some of these you're, Greg's not the only one going solo do you have your own too? does everybody have their own am I like is this whole network we all got our side things going on yeah 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 yeah, yeah. look at look at Swag's ass cheeks while he's on a podcast right. dot com or something I don't know we got to anyway. use this uh, you know all this uh, famousness to something you know this, the, this was Definitely the least crispy ending to our podcast ever. Hmm. Thank God it's well done. Then. Yeah, Cruck just called. He uh, he does not want to be referenced on any podcast <laughs> where we're discussing vegetables and or fruit. So or emojis. Wow. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Thanks, Scotty. Yeah. All right, all right, boys. We'll talk to you later, boys. Later. Have a good one. Take care, Bye-bye. fellas. As Tim would say, good night. <laughs> <laughs> I've had my share of fooling around But everybody needs stimulation And mine just happens to be over town It's an easy money occupation First class psychiatry just once, I wanna make love without taking off my clothes. Just once, I wanna make love with somebody who really and truly knows. to rumor. Take a get lonely too. All my lovers need stimulation. But honey, babe. 
like joe's team oh my Boy, god the swag is back in town wow flow of traffic like what do, you, what do you mean we were showing joe sympathy joe wasn't well joe never shows himself sympathy <laughs> that's part of who right. joe well, i figured i'd jump <laughs> on that bus Fuck it. <laughs> oh yeah that's joe right. wins yeah. joe, joe wins. Wins. finally i win well, how many? he wins he wins by guessing so low. Um, one dollar. I bid one dollar, Bob. Don't you think that all the other people on that show wanted to kick the shit out yeah, of that yeah, guy? Of that, of the guy that went last and, and did the one dollar. Yeah. Probably got his ass kicked in the parking lot afterwards. Yeah. They called him swag, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think he was giving a little hard time. And I told the guys just... You know, just leave it. Just let him have it. I, I think he can. He can have a great piece of history with him. You know, uh, when he look at the ball, he can remind 
remind myself of, of this game and you know I don't I don't fight about it you know I think we played this game for the fans too and if they want to keep it I think they have the right to so I just hope you know that he can enjoy it that does it bum you out though that you couldn't get the ball I don't I'm, I'm seriously from the bottom of my heart I don't I don't really think about that if he because this is what everybody wonders the ball is probably worth a lot if he were to say hey Albert give me some monetary money would you do it like and i guess that what would that amount be i won't pay i won't pay one penny for that he can have it uh, i don't you know i don't play this game so i can pay fans so they can give me you know he can have that piece of history that as for the fans you know that we play for uh, too so i don't i won't argument i don't have any problem he has the right to keep it you know the bowling and the stand so i don't i would never fight anybody to give me anything back